0: Good morning. We'll call this part two of Elamah uh, Sia. So uh, this has been a series that we began last year, actually. And every week, when I was giving the shir, going through the whole Seder Sh'talshlus, and actually even higher than Seder Sh'talshlus, Chiddus usually refers to Seder from the Tsimtsu Men below. We began actually before the Tzimtsum and working our way down, so to speak, uh, from uh, from uh, after the Tzimtsum, there's a Shimu, the Kav, then uh, Adam Kadman, Akudim, Akudim, which is another name for Tayhu, Virudim, which is another name for uh, Tikkun and Atsilas, and then we went through the spheres, each sphere their relationship with each other, the parsois, which are the partitions between all the different levels. And then after Atsilas, Bria, Yitzira, and now Asiya. So in the Dalar elements, which is the fundamental structure of all the Sayyidish Asilus, as we discussed also, Atsilus, there's abia the Clolus, abia the Protis, which is a macrocosm, microcosm, abia being Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. So when we say I see the... the, the you, what we're talking now is I see the Protis. But I see the Klolos, this explains, there's a famous mimer from the Alter Rebbe, the Tzamech Sargos, one of the sages. the Khamayim, is called Drush Gimumine Odom, which is, today, it's printed in Eratere Nyonim, Yonim, the mimer of the Alter Rebbe, with Tzamech um copious and... Uh, Abundant Hagos additions. And uh, it's also printed in Eda That's where we always knew the Miami pronouncing it. giml in, in Odom, I'll just say a few words about it because it's so fundamental. Is an expression in Kis-Farizah, uh, in Eitz Chaim. Mine Odom means Odom referring to the structure. So he usually types Odom as the human being. Remember, Adam is Tzir Adam. You say Tzir Kaima, or Tzir Adam, Adam Adam So we say, because the human being was created with Tzalem Admus, Tzalem Alekim. So the Adam Lamata is in the likeness of the Adam lamayla. What's the Adam Lamaila? Obviously, not a physical human being, but a structure. A structure of Yamin, Smael, Emza, Reish, Guf, Regal. Essentially, the Esses is the structure, which in language by us, in the language by a human being, is the Eser Keches HaNefesh, like the Alta Rebbe says in Tanya, Nishtal Mehem, she nishtal the ten keches, nishtal from where? From the ten spheres of Atsilas. that's Seer Odom. But in Kisra Rizal, he talks about this Odom goes also through Dargis, because the Ebershter Kamoven is Loi Odomhu, is above any type of Seer, in any structure, but he chose to manifest, so to speak, Elikur what we call Mamalakalam in Atzir Adam. And that Atzir Adam is generally Gimumine Adam. Adam de Briah, Adam de Yitzir, and Adam de Asir. So that same Adam goes through the Staushlus. So it's the same it's Esosviris, but obviously very different Adragus. And um, in this context, he explains in that mind why is it Gimumine Adam, why not dalad Daladmine Adam? Atzilus, what about Adam da Atzilus? Adam Elian. So he explains it there because there's the Eidos and there's the Kalim. In Eidos, it's always three. In Kalim, it's four. I don't want to go into that right now. It's not mamish negated to our discussion, even though, again, it's you say this Dick. So he explains, Gimum in right in the beginning there, that there's the Odom so the Clawless. So the plot thickens. Odom the Clawless is Bia the Clawless, or Abiyah the Clawless, I'll explain in a moment. And that is bria the Clawless, is Ak, Odom Kadmin because it's Adam Kadman encompasses the whole Seydish Daushlis. Yitzirah De he says two different ways. It's either Akudim and Akudim. Or it's, um, or what does he say? Or it's, uh, that was one way, or Atik and It's two ways he explains Yitzirah De Klolos. And Asiyah De Klolos is Asiyah De Protis. So, if you look at the whole Talshus, Odom Khan would be Bria Deklolos, the Deklolos would be either Akudim and Akudim or Atik and Arich, Keser. And the Deklolos would be at Deklolos would de the So it's uh, similar to the Rebbe brings in Sichas uh, from the Mepharshim. Like you have a, a, a Seder Taharis and you have a Masechda Taharis. You have all the Kekhovim are called kechav kechavim, and then there's a kechav that's called kechav. So many times you have a chlolis and a protis, a microcosm, macrocosm. You could say something in general terms and in specific terms. Now, when you talk about protis, biyad protis, obviously we're talking, usually a is the default. If it says, it's talking about protis, you can assume that unless chsid spells out, we're talking now about chlolis. Just a, an, un, an, un, an unwritten rule that we know when you look at Now. Now let me talk a moment why is a counted or not counted. Because Zatzilis the clawless, where would it fit? If ak is the Clawless, there's nothing higher than Ak except the Simpson. And Resh is a the beginning of the Kav. So Xidus explains that silus the claulus would be AD softly if you Simpson. And that's where we say the Estospheris Hagnosis also has Estospheris. Not real spirits, but Hagnosis that Abish envisions Shir Asme Bikayach. And the truth is, this is a chiddush of chsiddush because in, uh, in Arizal, in Kisfer Arizal, Esa Sphidus Agnusis is usually either Atik, the Sphidus of Atik, or Akudim, or Madregis after the Simpson. Chsiddus is the one that elaborates that there's the 10 hidden spheres before the Simpson, which would then explain atzil the close. So I don't know before Chsiddus Chabad there is a concept of atzil the close written. The concept exists, but uh, whether it's spelled out. But Proteus, Atzilis is always that uh, in between place. Is Atzilis an Elam or is it Elakus? Because on one hand, Atzilis is Mamisha Yuichat On the other hand, we call it sometimes an Elam from the Dalit elamus. But the truth is, it all depends how you like Sometimes Atzilis is called the Sof Ha-Ein-Sof, Like Ad, to they say, Atik and Adich, especially even za is sometimes called Sof elamus Ha'ensof. And from Zob and to Malchus is already the beginning of uh, so-called Elamis. So it's all relative. But B'kitzer, I just wanted to give a little more overview and then I'm gonna go back to Asiya. So we went through Atzillah's B'ri, Asiya, le- read the Rebbe's letter from, uh, what was it, Tov I forgot already what the date was, Tov Ches, Tov Shintes, something like that. Um, and the Rebbe, the Mosheel the Rebbe gives of the Melech, is ex- which is, the uh, doesn't need ask but it's a very practical muscle. We can envision in, in, in how it works below, the melech is before the tzimtzum. The melech when he's envisioning, when he's by himself in his own hechel, but he's beginning to think about, olabertsenei, but it's all within himself. That's I mean kochai, that's Tzilus, Bria is where he goes into the paltadin where he meets the ministers. So it's still a world that is dominated by the Melech, but now he's conveying his instructions to the ministers, and and Nasiyah is the Masari HaMalukah going out to the, the Am, the Am, wherever they may be because, in Yitzir, and then Nasiya to bring the message of the king. So in this Marshall, it's very clear that the Sadrish is sends before Dargis in the relationship with Eibershtu, with Asiya being the most distant one, and of course Atzilus being the highest one, and even higher than Atzilus, the Melech Bnei But as we discussed many times, the goal, of course, is that we want a connection, not just to the Melech as he is coming to the Anshe HaMedina, but to the people, but to the Melech as he is Bnei all the way Lifni Simpson. So hence you have a whole Sayyidish of and through our Vedas Hashem, Mamata for example, through davening. Which is four rungs of the ladder. What are the four rungs? We're learning in Pasha Vayetze. The four rungs is Asiya, going back from the bottom up, Yitzira, Bria, and The four rungs of the latter, which is the Sulem essentially being the four dargis and davening. Yeah, different ways it's explained. Sometimes, Bichas Bichas, and And that's a journey. It's not just uh, four levels, it's a real journey from all the way from the Moshla of the Rebbe that the Rebbe brings in the letter, which is really based on Ch'sidis, and a lot of my modern talk about it, not Mamish, maybe those Aces. But the same idea that from the Katsve table, a person who is part of the empire is now connecting all the way to the Melech not through, just through the tzivui haMelech, through the melech's commands, but all the way to the melech atzmi, as he is, beneliv me atzmi, lifni Because at the end of the day, when we daven, we don't daven just to midesav, elov elele midesav. Chol kareinu alov. You don't daven to the Sviris, chaz or to the elomish, you daven to the ebish to himself. And ispala daza atinuk, in the language that the Tzimach brings from the rivosh, in the sheresh tefillah. Uh, but we still need the stasus, because from, uh, from the point of view of a human being, we need to grow. You don't jump from benchomash Mikra to the highest levels. You go mikra, l'mikra, beneser l'mishneh, mechomash eser Gemara, etc. So we need to grow in the giluyim, that's step by step. But ultimately the connection is all the way to the highest level. So what discussed last week was asiyah. Which is, of course, the end of the process, Seif Maise, the Makhshavat So, exactly what I just said, that the Makhshavat Chila is not in Nazilis, and not in Briya, and not in Yitzhilis, it's Nasiya. And Nasiya itself, Tachnashayn Tachnil, Matamimenu, Nasiya Gashemis, Vachumriyas, in the lowest of worlds, and Malchus of Asiya, Malchus de Malchus de Malchus de is sometimes the Lush and the Geras it, and guess, okay, other places, to emphasize that this is in the Stalshal's process, the lowest level but in it is embedded the highest kavona. It's like a building of a house. Until the house is not finished, the final house, the kavona was not fulfilled. It doesn't matter whether you built all the beautiful higher rooms or the, the most special rooms, the house has to be finished. It's after the last makgev apatish, the end of the process, fulfills the kavona t'chila, and t'chila. Seyikmaisa mechshava t'chila. Sometimes expressions, expression no, "not safer but chilasan, safe but So we discussed at length, or the fierech I discussed last week, that The big chiddush there that dafken gashmi, meaning the yesh hanivra, Loshan of the altar is embedded the yesh hamiti, because it's the only place where you see mitziyusim atzmusay, at least a reflection of it. And all the elamists, no elam, the malusa, feels that they're self-made. Hatzilas for sure is Margish complete al-a-kus. And Even Briyat Seer and there may be a yesh, habotl, bitlayesh, or whatever the level of bitl is, but nobody feels as, as a, uh, a type of um, self contained reality. Every malach, every neshama feels all the time that it is a, a creation of gods. Uh, like it says, even the animals in this world are that way. Lay Mashana Tafkidam. No animal, not, not in the world of Chai, not semech, not Daimim, will ever waver or shift from the Ebishtah's Kavan, Because it's like a clock. The Ebishtah is the programmer, so-called, the cosmic engineer, and he built a machine, and the machine works exactly as he wishes. There's only one entity that has the ability to shift because it doesn't feel the market, and that is the Yesha Nivra, in the language of the Alter that feels like it doesn't have a source, of course, we understand with our seichel that we're not self-made human beings, but in hergish, you know, a person can live this world in the way of aniva me and nothing else, there's nothing that, that, that tells me what to do, I'm a self-made man, or self-made woman. That, that yeshes, which would seem to be the root of all problems, al Tereb is mechadish, as I said. No one's ever said it before the Al-Tareb. So it's mamish a with the Al-Tareb, which he actually was mechadish just a few weeks before his histalkus, which is also interesting. Such a chidish you'd think would have been said years before. But no, it's mamish in the last weeks. And he says that that some feeling comes from the yesha miti. Because only other, only other entity that has the real um, self-contained reality is Atmus. Why? Because Atzmus. everything else is created by Atzmus. Everything has a moket. Everything has a Ila vasiba. Even Eireen sof Doesn't matter. Eireen saf, lifnah simtsum, the the siba and illa is the moir. Is the is, is the mokra air. The only thing that does, has no muqir was the Oshna Dal Tadev, Matsmuse. I spent a lot of time searching that expression if anyone ever used those words. I have not found it. Maybe someone wants to research it, because it's a very, uh, there's words like built in Metzius you find is in the Mernevuchim, not Mamish, that But the Rebbe brings in, in uh, the hadran of the Rambam. Lamed hey, A, he talks about Motse Rishim, ain't no so he brings the loshen of the Mernevuchim, which is more or less built in Metzius You have the concept of Machuyeva Metzius. These are words that are reserved only for Atzmus Mamish. Uh, even oyer you can't say that. Because Eir is not Mitzvah Matzmuse, Eir is not Machuvah Mitzvah, Eir is not built in Mitzvah Nimtse. The expression Enle and Eir you say Eir itself, but not Enle Tchila, because it has a Tchila. Not necessarily Tchila Bizman, it's like Kod Mohadar, but it's a Tchila in Mokir, in Indian. But the word Mitzvah Matzmuse that Al Rebbe uses, which means it's Mitzvah, comes from within itself. I remember this morning <laughs> received a, a question uh, from, I guess, a mother. It's anonymous, you know, for, for my life, because it's applied. She it says, my seven-year-old uh, daughter asked me, this, asked me early this morning, who created God? Would you talk about it next uh, Sunday? So, <laughs> so I'm bring it up. And how did I explain that? You know, you always say, Ein nothing creates itself. Okay, so then who created God? That's always the classic uh, question every atheist asks. So what did you do? You just pushed it off. You say, okay, this table came from a tree. The tree came from a previous tree. And who created the first tree? Okay, the Creator. Then who created the Creator? And, I, and a lot of people don't have an easy answer. Even people have learned this, because they start saying, yeah, it's a good point. But, you know. but the answer is actually, that's what al Altar says. If the Creator is a real Creator, he's not shy to the concept of being created. That's what makes the Eberster an If he can be created by someone, then he's not a god. Then he's another creature. The whole point is that Taka Metzi is completely different than anything we can imagine. So it, what's Muchlich to say that is because at the end of the day, that's why he can create everything else. Because he himself was created. If he, yeshle le'il v'siba chaz then how could he create something that has no il vasiba? So in a certain way, not Mamish uh, Negei, but Befedish. I mean, I somewhat digressed here, but it's Negei to the Yesh of Asiyah, so we have enough reason to talk about it. But in, in my modem, like in Tiku um, Tovshin zayn and Matsuzu tofshen zayn the, the Rebbe Friedricha Rebbe explains by elaborates more on the Geras HaKadosh. I think it's from my mother, from the Rebbe Rashav as well, but there for sure. And he says, so in other words, an interesting irony here is that what's machriach, atmus is actually the yesh, that's not margush, that has a Moker, Because Atzilus can't be machriach atzimus. Atzilus could only be machriach, a Moker for atzillus. No, it's something that has ila visibah. How could Atsilis tell, tell us about an Atzmus that's mitzvizim Say Atsilis can be makhrech. It's only the yesh and nivra because we feel we have no makhrech. Where is that coming from? So essentially it's a choche that Atzmus is not just a makhrech. Like oyer is makhrech, there's a moyer. But it's not that the moyer doesn't have a makhrech because how could there be makhrech there? But the yesh is makhrech there. So bottom line is, um, going into now the whole elaboration on it, that the mitzvizim atzmusei <coughs> is something that only is revealed in the yesha nivra down below. So that's the interesting twist. And the Shamis, Lamaila that is, and malochim, and all the heichim and shames, they could tell us that God exists, and that there's a God in are completely bottled, and, and call yomim like srofim they they their serif, their burning in fire, repassion, and avas Hashem, and yiris Hashem. That's what they can do. And that's taka uh, very uh, impressive, but they can't reveal to us an atzmus. At- they can reveal to us g- the giluyim that the Ebruster has a source of giluyim, and to reveal atzmus Dafka the yesh. And the reason for that is because that's what the atzmos wanted. Nesavekadosh Baruch Hu, He didn't. Not Nesave Atzilus, and He was not Nesave Bria Yetzira and Malachim and Shamas Lamayli Nesave Diri Betachteinim, and Tachteinim by definition is a yesh hanivra. Ayesha chumri. Ayesha gashmi. Gashmi v'chumri. Like he says in Petit Vov. So if you take Petit Vov and put it together with a get a, a, a simachov, which in many ways complement each other, you have the picture of what what this world looks like. A world that's molly, like he says, tachtenim. What's tachtenim? Not b'mokim. Not in space, the lowest, not the lowest floor of the building. We're not talking about physical space. It's lowest... In Gile E-Lukusi's bar, Gile Elaquse. Gile al Gile Kuse's barchumab the and Nirat. Which means it's the most concealed world. Adkedeqah that it's Molly Klippers of Sitra Akhra, to the point that they say aniva afsiat, in different words, that's a yesh that does not recognize a mukir. So Negirasikh Makha, if he explains that, that comes from the Mitsusi Matsmusi of Asmus. With the Kavona, of course, is that it shouldn't stay that way. That this yesh, that does not feel it has a mocha, which is essentially the root of all our problems. Because if you felt you had a mocha, we know we all, the Rebbe says so often to learn pedik Mem Aleph uh, in Tanya. If anyone has any uh, issues? hin Hashem Nitzvah V'lov, bechin M'Kle'ez it's one of the Yud-based in my I don't know if you've ever tried it. Does it help you, prevent you doing avedas? Sometimes it could. But it's not guaranteed. Why? Because the Abristah made that, and the Abristah covers up also Perak mem Aleph. As much as we know that Abristah is right now, right here, with you and with me, Mamish, inside you, around you, watching you. You, know, you would never do something if somebody was watching you. Like a, and a Yechil said, even to his Talmidim, which is talking about Tanoim, he said, Halavai on his deathbed before he passed away. Halavai sheyilachem made a shemaim, made a shemaim, commanded b'sher This is people, one of the hachster Because the fact is, as much as we believe in God, as much as we feel He may be right here with me, not maybe is with me. There's still a hellim, There's still a tzimtzum and there's a the v'hachster, and there's a rochstus, and you can't get around that. And as a result. You don't feel, the yesh does not feel the moket. If you felt your moket, not be shy that you can do an Aved. You know, any normal person, for example, would put their hand in fire. Why not? Because you know exactly, fire burns my hand, and I don't want to get burned. You see direct damage to you? The Fridic has a muscle in one of the Mamorim and the Tzaddik's. Um, I remember Sadiq Ches, Tzaddik Vov. Interesting muscle of divers, you know, there's two types of diving below, uh, deep sea diving. There you have a scuba diving, you know, you, you pack up like oxygen on the back, and people dive and they can spend a certain amount of time down below. Then there's the deep sea diving, you know, you see the divers that would go down with a pipe connected to the ship above. They could actually walk on the ground, you know, it's a different type of diving. Not really swimming diving, it's more walking on the on the bed of the ocean bed. So the only way they survive they, they don't have oxygen tanks, is the pipe that goes up to the to the ship. Now, God God forbid if that pipe gets severed or bent. I mean, they have backups and so on, but if something could happen, that diver is in grave danger. So, the Fidikarab says, he uses this muscle. He says that the pipes are like the mitzvahs. Mitzvahs we know, tayag mitzvahs, are like the oxygen that comes from the mukkir to each mitzvah. Is like a tziner of chayis. So a mitzvah is actually our, our source of life. And Chaz Shalom if a mitzvah, or the, I mean, we have 613, thank God, it's not just one. But there are some that are say these ones, that if they get severed, God forbid, it's the source of life. But the problem is we don't feel it. So imagine a diver doesn't feel that he's connected to above. That's like the Yesha that doesn't feel it has a mockery. Now, dogim fish in the sea, feel it all the time. That's what Chesedah says. That's where they don't need shechita. They're essentially submerged in their mocher. But nevroi ha-aretz, meaning the creatures of the earth, we don't feel that. So we can convince ourselves, I don't need anything. But a normal person will never cut off their oxygen line. So the only way we could is because we don't feel it. It's like you don't feel you're getting burned, you don't feel that something is being compromised. That's how deep the hellam is. So as much as Hina Shem and everything, the Yesha Nivra and the is, is a Yesh that's it doesn't feel le not, not in truth, it is a ill we don't feel it. And not feeling that is the root of every problem. Anything you go through in life, you can always come down to if I felt openly that I was being watched, or more than that, that that's my Mokar how would I, you know, someone's going to go suffocate themselves? Someone's going to cut off their lifeline? God forbid, no normal person would do that. The Rebbe brings off in the din about a shayta behemah, behemah shayta, that if you give a shayma to watch a behemah, you got a she is responsible to watch that the behemah does not hurt itself or hurt others. Now what happens if the behemah Jumps into a fire, so there's the first shulchan aruch. They talk about it, and they uh, say that you're not chayev the shamer. Why? You chayev if the shamer goes. If, I'm sorry, if the sheir or the animal goes and tramples on somebody's uh, property. You chayev if it breaks kalim. You chayev if the behemoth itself does something <coughs> that is self-destructive. But how are you supposed to know? No normal behemoth is going to jump into fire. Since then, ba- Baal, the Baal of the behemoth, did not tell you this it's a crazy behemoth, a behemoth Shaita, So you're not expected to watch for something that nothing nor- that's not normal. So you're not higher than that. The Rebbe brings that. This in, you know, in other, elemke, not that we're not higher, because we're responsible human beings, so it's not the same. As Kona. But the word is that no one normal is going to jump into fire. And if you do, it's because you don't feel it or you don't know it's fire, or you don't feel its effect. So that's what, if you want a real description of what the yesha nivra in El looks like, that's what it looks like. If you want a better description, just think about your life, and you'll understand. The fact is, as much as you're a mainman, and as much as you live with Ebershten, and as much as you daven and learn, the, in El Masiya, we do not feel the makar. That doesn't mean you never feel I'm sure everybody has moments of inspiration, you know, Shoshana, Yom Kippur, or even every day, that's why we fabreng and that's why we try to be the that part of the neshama, but it remains behelam and that's the whole yisod of tanya that there's a Muhammad between the nefesh al kis and nefesh al How could there be a Muhammad if, if the nefesh al kis is on the right side and it's connecting with the eibushter, which is the Khais? Why should there even be a battle? The only reason is because the eibushter conceals. So, just trying to elaborate on what asiyah is to understand the, the real meaning of the world of asiya Now, um, the next part of this I wanted to discuss, and I think with that we'll maybe wrap up the Asiyah the, uh, section, is uh, a few more details about it. So Asiyah as well has, I'm, I was talking about the yesh part, the, the the lowest part of Asiyah, as it manifests in this world. But there's also Asiyah ruchnius. So it's also part of the process abriyat sira see like when we say actually in davening we we talk both parts we say nishma she na sate be tahiri that's atsilus at baros at ha't that's ibriyat sira then we say two more expressions atna <laughs> fachtavi that's asia so the nafacho referring to vayipar baap of nishma shai so now then the shama's come into the body that's Asiyah. But then he says, We need shmirah, Because in this world, like I just elaborated, and we need more Kachis. We need, uh, like uh, this says, the beginning of time. Not so simple once you're down in this world. The world of Tehira, or Berossi, it's, uh, as I mentioned, there's still relatively a Gilel there. But once you get into uh, the Asiya, the Fachta, so you need additional Misham bikirbi. Kirbi. But, here's the interesting thing, Asiya is also not purely Gashmi khumri there's also Asiyah ruchnis. So I want to talk a bit about that a bit, that it's also part of the Yishtoshua, Kvedi Dibarosev Yitzartiv Af Asisiv. So the Af, Chassidus emphasizes, he talks about that also in Druzh Giml Yodam. The Af is Afa Mafsik. Because Asiya is somewhat separate from the first two, like Machshova <laughs> Dibur umais, So Machshova would associate with the world of Bria, and, and um, Dibur would associate with the world of Yitzirah, and Asiya associates with the world of Maisa. Asiyeh. So we know the letter He, so the Gemara says Behei Nivra Elam Hazah, Beyud Nivra Elam Habah. Because the Yud of Shemavai is a Bittel, Chokhmeh. That's Gilui. He has already three kavim, so be'ehi nivra haza. What are the three kavim? Be'yitzirasiyah. So you have machshava ma'isa. But what's the What's the main focus in the he? As opposed to Aches, he has a af ha'sisiv a hefsik between the reish and the regla mali and the left leg so a hey looks like a ches but with one difference that's why we talk about chometz and matzah so the mem tzadik of chometz and matzah the same letters the only difference is in the third letter in chometz it's a ches and in matzah it's a hey so really the difference is one small difference a little space in the hey but that space makes all the difference because that's the bitl chometz is is gaiva and matzah is bitl so that hey is the bitl. And what's the bitl? The bitl is the hefsig between machshavah Dibr and maiseh. So it's explained in different ways. One explanation is that, uh, an, uh, that you know, when you have, let's say, uh, uh, what's an ego? An ego is like an inflated ego that has, is all, you're filled with yourself. As the says, Eina <laughs> The Madura Achas, or Tachas Tachas, what's the there? Tachas, Achas, or Tachas Kfifa Achas. Why? Because if you're a full cup, there's no room for anyone else. Simple. Gaiva is like an inflated ego. That's why we compare it to Matzah, to It's inflated with air. Matzah is the minimum, just well, flour and uh, water, and it's not allowed to rise. When it rises, it's filled with itself. So ches is like a inflated balloon, with no release point. So think of like a kettle that doesn't have a spout. So it starts boiling. What's going to happen? It's going to implode or explode. The hay has a space. It's called the space of bitl, that allows the air out, so to speak. That's one explanation given. Another is machshavah Dibura amaisa. We know any intelligent person first thinks, then speaks, and then acts. You know, if someone starts with action and then decides, oh, let me build something and then let me think about it afterwards, it's usually not going to work out so well. Um, and the same thing with machshavah, dibur, maiseh, that's the order. So Makshova and dibur makes total sense. First you think through a plan, then you share it with others, and you express it. But it says, interesting thing, that before you go into Asiyah, into maiseh, you should always pause one extra time. Because as long as you thought about it, even if you spoke about it, you still can change things. Imagine you start building a building, I mean the first thing contractors will tell you I don't know if you're yet at this scale in the at the stage of building homes, but one day when you'll build a home or fix a home, you'll find out <laughs> that the biggest argument snafish is building is building a home <laughs> or fixing a home. And the contractors will always tell you the biggest one of the biggest problems is you make a plan, start building and then your wife comes in, or your mother-in-law, or your father-in-law, or you yourself. I you say, yeah, maybe the door should be here, but that was supposed to be figured out before you started building. Because now you have to break it down, going to cost more money, <laughs> and all that. But it's one of the most common things. You think, of course, make a plan, but that's how it is. Until you don't see it, sometimes you realize. And I know people built big homes, very wealthy homes, and then it's just someone told me uh, in Canada they had built a massive mansion. And it's like on the waterfront, it's on a lake. And they built it in the way, the plan, the, the, art, the, the blueprint is always like a mirror image. You see the blueprint, everything's backwards because it's not the actual house. So they, they approved it and then they found out that what they wanted to phase the water, is the opposite side of the house. And it was too late because it was all built. Basically, that means and went straight to my and No one really thought it through, or a mistake was made. Bottom line is, um, like the Raza, I think, said, that when you get angry, or you have a strong feeling, wait, it says, 18 hours, or 12 hours, I'm not sure, the muscle, I think it's 18 hours. And then, then decide, you know, very often, someone does something to you, insults you, or says something, and you want to react very quickly. Um, and then later, you regret that you reacted so quickly. So one of the, school, one of the instances is, don't react immediately. You can always wait till tomorrow, or wait a few hours, and if you still feel so strong about it, you thought it through. Reacting when you're in a moment of passion, but often creates mistakes. I can tell you, I have a lot of emails that still sit on my computer that I wrote right away, and I made sure not to send it until I thought it through. So maybe I'll write a book, emails I once thought of sending. But usually when you read it back and you say, are you crazy gonna write such a thing, you know. At the moment you felt I have to protest or you know someone really uh, hurt you or insulted you or, or just or, or not to have to personal, something you, and then you think it through again. So that's that hefsik, the afasisiv that comes between machshavah Dibur to Maisa. Because once it's in Maisa, you can't take it back. Even Dibur, we know, can also kill. You know, the, it's called but it's still not like an action. An action is once it's done, what are you going to do now? So, Dibur is also, Akim so is Fosav or Maisa. has an element of Maisa to it. So, I'm not saying you say everything that's on your heart. You know, they say, They say, Everything on his lung is on his tongue. In other words, whatever you feel, you don't have to always say. So, it also needs some discretion. I'm not suggesting there's no hefzig between Makhshav Dibur. But it's a very different thing once you get to Asiyah. So Bechlal, that's, uh, uh, that's more like an Aveda, what Asiyah is. But the point here is also, like I said before, because you're going down into Asiyah, and here things change. That uh, The giluyim that can that hold us and connect us to Al-Akhus are much stronger, obviously, in the higher worlds. So and Asiyah, it starts getting better. But the good news is, Eibusha doesn't leave anything without So even though there's taka hell the and the yesh and nivra everything I said before, but we don't come unprepared. That's why I see also has I ruchnis. So you don't have to jump from from yesh and yesh anivra enle to yetsira or bria atzilus. In nasiya itself, there's Asir ruchnis. So it's again like I said before, it's a gradual process. And that's one of the most important things to remember. That's why you'll see all those mashpim, good mashpim, who really teach how to, how, to, how to grow. They always will tell you, it has to be step by step. Don't try to grab more. Tefasta, faster. Any Anytime you get inspired and you try to do more than you should, it usually backfires. Same thing like dieting. You go to a crazy diet, it usually backfires at some point. You know, Rab-Nissen would always tell Bachrin, and, and Aveda, Skafi, says Skafi is a second-to-second thing. It's not like you make akhlata, I'm never gonna do this Aveda again. Akhlota, I'm never gonna eat this again. I'm not gonna indulge, I'm not gonna, you know, whatever the type it may be. He says it's all second-to-second. Can you control yourself for a second? And then comes the next second. Now, the, the challenge is how do you discipline yourself second by second It's also not easy. But as soon as, you, you know, someone tell you, go run a marathon for 22 miles. No way you're doing that, it's impossible. And then you give up. You say, I can't run 22 miles. How, will you, how do you train yourself? How do you condition? You run a mile, run a half a mile, run a block even. That's more more nageya more to begin than anything else. You know, people will come to me and say, how do you write a book? How do you write a safe, you know? You start writing and you get distracted and then you have writer's block and then you lose your confidence. You know, there's a million reasons they get stuck when you want to write. Forget about a book, try to write an article, a pulpo, or just a ha'ada. And the answer is always, it's always step by step. I always tell people one of the eights get take yourself an audio recorder, a phone, or whatever it is that records today, and re- re- say what you want to say You don't have to sit and write, it's hard to write, especially if you're not, if you're not uh, trained. But you could say, say, what say your thoughts, and then then give it to someone, and they'll transcribe it. Today YouTube actually transcribes automatically things. If you speak on YouTube, YouTube has an automatic, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it turns, uh, turns words into text. But it's uh, simple today, and there are people who do it, it's not uh, a big thing. Then you see what you said on paper, you get it back. You're usually gonna hate what you see. You don't like what it sounds like. Okay, so now start editing it. Say it again, fix it. This is called step-by-step. Step. That's the only way you ever not it. Nobody, you know, when you see success, everybody says, oh, I wish I had that success. You, you study the success, you'll see it all began in baby steps and probably a lot of setbacks and a lot of failures until it really uh, started uh, blossoming into something. It's always that way. I mean, talk about it this week as the kinest of So people, are, well, thousands of shluchim and so on. Look how it all began. It began with one person, two people, the Rebbe, struggling trying to get this person to go on shluchim, that one. No one knew where that's going to go, but when there's persistence, and I'm saying even the Rebbe, definitely an ashram so the point is, I'm just trying to explain that the holy shtashlus, Asiyah, and every step, every step from Malchus to Yisod, to, um, to going backwards, it's not so easy, Hoid, Netzach, and Teferis, as you climb, it is a step-by-step process. And the elmas also, so Asiyah doesn't just jump. From Asiyah Gashmi, you go to Asiyah Ruch. Now, the key thing to remember is that we really want to be driven in lamata. First you start with machshava, then you go to Dibur, then you go to Maise. But the fact is, we all start from mice as children, first to Bali Maisa before we Bali Dibur, and Bali machshava. But the, the kavona is that you want to go from Asiya, which is a Maise you want to be able to then climb. And I could say, also from a point of view, this can be very helpful in whatever you'll do with your life, in a point of view of even, like, psychological analysis. When you meet people... And uh, we'll call it mashpia. Um, And you're trying to understand what makes someone tick. Like what drives a person and what is the sod of something. So usually, I mean, they call it in medicine, they call it like symptomatic medicine. You look at a symptom. And from the symptom, you come to discover what's the cause. You go to a doctor and say, I'm bleeding, God forbid. So he'll say, let's uh, let's explore the, the causes. In other words, we always go from symptom to root, to the roots, to the sheresh. But people who are really good healers always find what the root is. Because just to put a band-aid or to fix the problem short-term is not the, really the ultimate solution. And in that context, means one of the things, that, you know people talk about the Rebbe's methodology. I can tell you from all the years I've working in the Sikhis and the Rebbe's uh, Tera and the Igris and so on, you always see this common denominator. The is always looking for the sheresh advarim. You know, it's one thing to deal. Yeah, obviously you have to deal with a short-term problem. You have to deal with it immediately. So when you look at Seder Ishtar in the context we're discussing, Asiya, Yitzira, Bria, Tzilas, it put it in very balbatish terms, Asiya is the symptoms. It's the outer expression of something. You know, it's the world we see. But it's never driven by that. The whole point of Chassidus is to teach us that everything is driven by ashamah. It's not the goof is telling the neshama what to do. It's the neshama is telling the goof what to do. A body is just a vehicle. It's like driving a car. Does the car tell the driver where to go? Or does the driver tell the car where to go? But we are people. of We are creatures of habit. And we're also creatures of the world of Asiya. So we also, everything starts from the physical. From the action. But the truth is. And when you're talking to people very often. Like in marriage. You know with a marriage couple. A couple struggling with their issues. Different issues they 'll always tell you their symptoms they 'll tell you this is what he, this is what he doesn 't do this is what she doesn 't do this need that need and you start digging, you start realizing there 's deeper things going on it 's not just based on actions and that 's the key to all uh, helping anybody is by understanding what is the root of the issue and the fact is most people don 't know the root of their problems they know the result of their problems they know the symptoms they know it something 's not working so in many ways, if you really can translate this into terms like these are the so-called building blocks, the steps, which really what it is today when they talk about genetic engineering, or fixing things on a cellular level. What are they doing? They're saying let's fix it at the root, not just the the outer dimension. And there's been tremendous progress in that in that regard. So the same thing is with uh, the Rambam calls the begashmis gashmi the ruchni. there's a spiritual challenges, whether it's psychological or emotional. The same things, there's the symptoms, and then there's the root. And the root is essentially, the symptoms is going to be Asiyah, chitzenius of Asiyah, and the root is going to be the ruchnius behind it. And then as you climb, itsirah and then Briya and Atsilis. So I'm not going to go now into all the different, what's the difference, but I did say in previous shiurim that Atsilis essentially is the vision of the ebishten, everything. and everything. The same thing, the vision of your life. What's driving your life? Most people, unfortunately, what drives their life are their, are their actions. Your actions tr- tr- drive your vision. Not your vision drives your actions. Look at the Rebbe. Everything was vision. It starts with being Rebbe Tavshinyu, Tavshinyu Aleph Deir HaShvi, our vision, our mission is Rishkanti Beseham. He didn't go into details. Everything is driven by that. Everything follows. In other words, Asiya is going to follow Atzillus. Not Atsilas follows Asiya. Then, based on that vision, then the Rebbe created Briya an outline, what he wants to get done. Yitzirah, you shape it into details, and finally Asiyah, implementing it. That is a leader, that's how you think. You think from the root. And from the root, you come to the actions. But the bottom lines are uh, Maisa Iker. That's why I said before, at the beginning of this year, that ultimately, if you don't get it into action, it's it's a dream, it's fantasy. Execution is the is the Maisa Iker. But the Maisa that's driven by, Asiyah driven by atzilus and Bri Yitzira, and it comes into Asiyah, then you have yourself a full uh, package. So essentially studying God's way of creating is a, is a great way to, to, to write business plans and to create architecture and to write a book. Anything you want to compose in this world, if you use the Tzillus B'Ri model, you'll be successful because it's driven very logical and it begins from the, as I said, the vision, the mission, that's Ma'achid, El and then it goes into details. All the problems in life is when when the details drive the vision. You can't have details driving the big picture. The big picture has to drive the small picture, to put it in very simple terms. So that's, I think we covered now the world of Asia. And so we have finished the world of Asia. And the next step, I have to think, what the next year should be, okay? We have a week to think about it. And I want to welcome our uh, great founder and uh, benefactor, (laughs) Shlameh. Okay, with that, uh, everyone have a good day, and a good walk, and enjoy the weekend with the shluchim. Call to everyone.